Hello and welcome to our podcast, Friendship Therapy, where two friends sit and chat for an undisclosed amount of time about a topic that's been on our mind, and then we see wherever we go. Mm-hmm. I'm Caleb, and this is Trevor. Yes. And today, we wanted to chat about boredom, because you said something, I said, like, before we started recording, I was like, I've been kind of bored all day. And then I was like, but that's okay, like, it has its usefulness. And you were like, hmm, yeah. And then right after that, you were like, wait, but almost everyone I know always talks about boredom as being negative. So we're then like, well, shit, why don't we just talk about that? Mm-hmm. So tell me about your experience with boredom, both your experience and then the experience that like how others have like conveyed boredom to you. Yeah. So I think before getting into that, sure, the way it's been talked about to me before is usually laziness and boredom are oftentimes coupled together. Wow. Really? And so before talking about this, like I actually have a really difficult time understanding the difference between the two because of how often the two were presented oh together. Wow, that's so interesting. This is like new to my brain. The idea that laziness has anything to do with boredom? Wow, how? How's it been explained to you then? So like, tell me this so, concept of them being linked. My idea that being bored is a bad thing for you Sure. Comes from the church I grew up in. Okay. Because I don't know, I don't know who it was at the church, what pastor or talker or whatever said this, but they basically made the argument, if I'm remembering it correctly, that if you're being bored, it's because you don't have enough to do. If you don't have enough to do, it means you're just a lazy person. Really? And so therefore, like, they were like, laziness is a sin. And the way you tell if you're being lazy is if you're oftentimes bored. Because <laughs> that's the feeling that most people will get. They'll be like, I'm bored right now or something. In my experience, I, very few people in my life and even like me would ever say, I'm just being lazy right now. It's more like I'm bored. Right. And so that's like the environment that I grew up in and mm-hmm. how it was talked about. And so the, the two ideas are very like jumbled in my mind because of that. And therefore, because of that, I've always thought about boredom in a very negative way. Wow. What thoughts on that? Well, I mean, for one, like, <laughs> they're literally equating boredom with being sinful in that nature then by proxy. Yes. Which is like, okay. That, that just blows my mind, though, because how is that even how is that possible? Like, hello? Like, you're always going to feel bad then. That's just telling people to feel bad all the time. Because, or or to like deny themselves of the ability to actually think through things. Because sometimes some of my most creative thoughts come from when I'm bored as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so bored that my brain is instead trying to like think of something to do. And I'm just sitting with myself. And those are the times when I've come to understand a lot about myself mm-hmm. because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. So then it's motivating to yeah. be like, my I, mind is motivated. I, I want to say up front, like personally, I think being bored can be a good thing. Yeah. So, but I'm like setting the context for some of the conversation. Yeah, no, sure. So what do I think about your thing? I was just like, I don't know how to process it. That's just wild. That said though, the thing about laziness being like a sin I have heard before, I've heard something like, like wicked is the mind of the lazy or some shit like that. I think it's a proverb. Mm. Um, And you did say at one point that your church was big on proverbs. Yeah. So I think this is where this comes from because I'm pretty sure that's a proverb. Mm -hmm. And, and there might be a word in certain translations of the Bible where they throw boredom into that same area of proverbs but uh yeah i haven't actually never heard of boredom and laziness being equated maybe this is a normal thing and i'm the strange one like mm. maybe people do associate those two things but 
Yeah, how I feel about boredom and laziness is they do feel different to me. But also, I do say I'm being a lazy person right now. I'm being lazy at this moment in my life. Mm-hmm. Though recently, I've been having thoughts about what is laziness even. I think I talked to you about that a little bit. Maybe we can get into that later on, but let's stick on boredom for now. Because I think they're actually distinct things. Okay. I think they are two different things. Mm -hmm. Because you could be feeling lazy without necessarily being bored, I think, anyway. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. But boredom as a bad thing um, is not something that was ever, like, taught to me in any kind of way. I would just, until, like, maybe a couple years ago, I would generally think that if I was bored, I should find something to do rather than just continue to be bored like mm-hmm. I, i've in the past i've been like boredom is a state of mind that i don't want to be in so i would do things to try to get myself out of that state now i no longer do that i just let myself sit with being bored yeah but as a bad thing like what i don't know i'm not sure how it could be bad yeah like this is a concept that's really difficult for me to explore because i was bored so much as a kid oh no <laughs> and that was sinful <laughs> And that was bad, right? <laughs> Shoot. Because, uh, okay, like when you're homeschooled and you live out in the country. Yeah, it's boring as hell. And you get done with your schoolwork in like three or four hours because I was kind of like a, just a really quick yeah, student. You're right. And you sit there all day and you're like, I'm bored. Sometimes I enjoyed it. Like I literally enjoyed being bored sometimes. <laughs> but then there was this like inner conflict all the time of yeah. being bored, but then me having to think it's wrong to be bored. Wow. Yeah, that's tough. It's really, it was really hard. <laughs> Man. So, like, what did you... You just sat there feeling negative? Yeah. And then you didn't do anything about it? No. When, so, okay, so interesting. When did, you, when did that start changing? Like, how recent is this that it started changing for you? Being... What do you mean? Like, not thinking that being bored is a bad thing. In college, I think. Hmm. Like, when I had a shit ton of responsibility, I think it was my second year of college... I was working 25 hours a week at a job. I had tw- I had like a 22 credit hour semester. Yeah. I was working another job on campus. We were a part of Chi Alpha, which was taking like 10 hours of my week. I mean, like I was putting in like 70 or 80 hours a week. Sure. Doing shit. Yeah. And it was in that moment of my life that I realized that there's value in being bored because I had taken it to the extreme. Okay. I had finally filled my life with intense purpose at every waking moment of the day yeah and i was like no (laughs) there's no that ain't it that ain't it it's ever since then i've been like working kind of like back from it and being like huh what does it actually mean to be bored Mm. interesting yeah so like you kind of went to like the the absolute extreme opposite of allowing yourself to ever be bored at any moment where so you filled your your life every single moment with things that life or society had been telling you were the most important things for you to be doing Mm -hmm. you were doing school you were doing a job and you were being involved in the church so there was nothing else that you could possibly do yeah exactly you were filled to the max and it it wore me out like by the end of the semester and that's when i started experiencing a lot of my health difficulties which also made me slow down right but like i'm wondering if like pushing myself so hard contributed towards like that kind of like spiral downwards health wise yeah and so now it's like it's really nice to be bored because you can kind of just sit back and let your brain go Mm -hmm. and i i found that it oftentimes refreshes my thinking process when when i do that well i think what you experienced was probably burnout at that time yeah 
I mean, that's most likely it. Yeah, and burnout usually is associated with a fair number of health, whether physical or mental, malfunctions mm -hmm. once you actually get burned out. But I think it's really hard to identify burnout as burnout. We often think that it must be something else. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. When it's like, no, nah, you were just doing a bit more than was necessary for yeah. a too long period of time and mm -hmm. not allowing your body to ever catch up. So that's another concept of like, why do we expect that our bodies can do so much in such a short amount of time rather than trying to spread things out over over a longer period of time to make something sustainable but in your case maybe part of that is motivated by this idea that you can never be bored so therefore you have to mm -hmm. do the maximum possible like what does it mean for you to be bored like what what what's the feeling you get when you're bored uh that's a good question i feel like my brain is unfocused and i'm not necessarily doing anything that feels particularly engaging or particularly meaningful at a given moment. So my mind is just kind of looking around for something to think about, something to do. Mm. But I can be doing something like, I don't know, watching a movie or listening to an interview or a podcast and still feel intensely bored because I'm not necessarily engaged with that thing and I wouldn't mind doing something different. But at the same time, this feeling of I'm not engaged in what I'm doing and my mind is kind of wandering, is a state of mind that can often lead to a lot of insights for me. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of the creative work that I've done, um, like coming up with the systems that became Native Shark, a lot of that came when I was just bored um, in 2018, largely, 2017, 2018. I was like playing a lot of video games and I was bored a lot. And during that time, I was just like thinking about Oh, well, I'm bored. So then I start thinking about something interesting. And then sure enough, I would start having ideas and then I would slowly write them down and then I would become no longer bored and be engaged in the thought that I came to. But it came like I wouldn't have thought that if I was constantly filling myself with activity. Mm -hmm. It's like if I'm constantly filling myself with activity, I start to get worried because it's like, OK, what am I missing? Uh, I'm getting I'm being too busy, meaning I'm not having the space of mind to come up with the next step, the next good idea. Like I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm worried that if I'm too full of things, I'm gonna miss stuff. So boredom for me is in a sense a, a thing that I look for because then I'm like, okay, at least I'm not going to miss anything because I can come up with, like I'll be, my mind is available right mm -hmm. now when, I, when I'm bored. But there's times when I use boredom as, a, as like a gauge for being like, okay, I should probably find something to do mm -hmm. as well. So there's different types yeah of boredom and different use cases but i don't certainly don't associate it with being a bad thing i really liked what you said about like it's this lack of focus for the mind yeah and and see that's been like i'll get something done really quick sure or, like i'll have a bunch of objectives i'm trying to do in a day yeah and then once they're done i would say i almost experience boredom nearly every day of my life mm -hmm. because like once i get through i've done everything i don't know why but I'm just like extremely bored because I'm like, there's nothing left for my brain to focus on. Sure. And because of this, it can lead to me getting in these like boredom ruts. Sure. Where because I'm feeling like that way so much, it's hard for me to get out. Yeah. Even though like, I, like I'm realizing that I need to do something and focus on something. Yeah. But it's incredibly difficult for my brain to do that for some reason. Mm, interesting yeah it doesn't want to focus after a certain amount of time of being in that state yeah then it's like never mind this is actually easier let's stay here yeah so like there's a balance right and be bored yes take advantage of that state of mind yes 
But realize when you have to get out of it or realize when you, you should get out of it to be able to carry on your life properly. Well, I think what happens is boredom is different from apathy for life. And I think that sometimes the emotion, the feeling of boredom is very similar to like for me, like her apathy towards like what I'm doing. Like apathy meaning just like, I, that's for me, it's not a boredom rut that I get stuck in, it's an apathy rut. So like, I might be bored for a while and then it can lead into me feeling apathetic for any activity, mm-hmm. which is also kind of similar to depression. So maybe they are very similar. I'm not sure. Like, what's the difference for me between apathy and, and actually I'm depressed right now? I don't really know. Probably should talk to someone about that one. Um, but this feeling of apathy that I get is different from boredom for me because apathy, I can't pull myself out of, but boredom I can. Hmm. So if I'm bored, I'll be able to be like, cool, I had something productive happen from this boredom state. Now I'm going to go somewhere else to my life and do something else. That was nice to be bored for a while. It felt good. Apathy is like, I'm stuck and I can't get my brain to get out of it. So it feels similar to boredom, but I don't call that boredom for me because it's a uh, different state. See, I call both those boredom. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're that's different interesting. for me. Because boredom is like, well, that's why I call boredom a good thing. Because for me, it's like, oh, that was nice. And now I move on to something else and I'm going to do my life's going to go in a different direction. But this other thing, no, I'm stuck. But that isn't boredom for me. Yeah. That's a different thing. Cause I, like, you know what I'm saying? Because like, that one sticks and the other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. So what are these two things if one sticks and one doesn't? They're not the same thing. Because like, okay, using your words then, like, yeah. if, I, if I'm feeling apathetic, yeah. I literally like sometimes, sometimes it'll be like that, especially at night for me. Yeah. Or like getting to like dinner time mm-hmm. in the evening and Olivia will come home and she'll be like, do you want to do something? I'm like, no, sorry, I can't. Like, yes. I feel so, what I always say is I feel so bored right now. And even if I try to do something, it's not going to be fun. Yeah, to me, that's like, that's 100% the feeling of apathy. Because okay. if I was bored, I could get out of it and go do something different. Yeah. And then that would be, that would be fine. But that's apathy and that's different to me. Interesting. And that's tough to deal with because I feel like that a lot. And I, and I actually get like this sense of like anxiety in the sense of like, I want to be doing something different, but I literally can't. Yeah. So that's, I think that's a different state that's like a um oh, shoot there's a word for this basically that might be an actual problem like that that can be worked through but like because when, when you are unable to actually get your mind to do the things that you wanted to do and this is a repeating pattern then that there that means typically that means that there is some kind of block that's happening and i feel that way in, in my life and i don't necessarily know what leads to it right now i feel like it's a sense of constant disruption and disorganization in my mm. life at the moment, which leads me to never being able to feel like I can get focused enough consistently for a long enough period of time to form a habit of a routine. So my mind has just gone to the state of, yeah, you know what, never mind. So then I want to do something, but I just can't. So I'll be like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just sit here instead. Interesting. I like the idea of keeping them separate, though. Yeah. It would help my brain separate the two. Sure. Because, like, being bored then in my brain, isn't necessarily as bad. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. It's not something to avoid. So when you get these feelings Mm -hmm. of apathy, does it often start with boredom then? I don't know if it's often, actually. I don't know if it's often starts. It sometimes starts with boredom, but I don't know if often is the correct word. Usually it's more like I feel potentially overwhelmed by what I have to do, or I feel like I have nothing to do. Mm. But it's not like I'm bored necessarily that causes it it's just that i didn't have anything else that i was gonna do and now i'm stuck in the state of what am i gonna do and then nothing sounds like a good idea 
so that I become apathetic towards doing anything, mm -hmm. which then I might, you know, be feeling bored at the same time. But they're kind of different. So that, like today I described myself as feeling bored before I came in here because I did have enough energy to want to record this podcast. So I wasn't like, I wasn't in a state of apathy. Yesterday though, I was feeling apathetic the entire day and like I didn't want to do anything. Like it was tough to want to do anything. So I think I finally got out of that mindset by basically forcing myself to be like, let's actually just play D&D. Mm. I think I said, like, I'm going to do you, something tonight. You said that to me. You yeah. were like, it was really matter of fact. Yes. You're like, I'm going to do something tonight. Yes. Do you guys want to do something uh -huh. with me? And now you understand why. Yeah, that makes a lot of I sense. Was, that was me like, no, I'm going to break out of this apathetic feeling that I have. Because I kept thinking, I'm going to do something not. Like, have this anxiety about not wanting to do something, but being unable to bring myself to do it. Yeah. So I tried something different, which was just stating to everyone, I'm going to do something. You can join me or not. Mm -hmm. And then I did it work. It actually broke me out of the feeling. Yeah. And I was able to do something. Now, it took a hot minute for my brain to get kicked into action, um, which is like why when we first started the the campaign of yesterday, like the initial part was like... A little tense. Oh, yeah, like a motor, like yeah. trying to start, but couldn't quite start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just like, what is going on? And then we got into it. And then like by the time we got to like the second encounter, then my brain was like functioning again. But yeah, it was hard, man. So that was what was happening yesterday. But not today. Yeah. So something I have experienced with being bored yeah. or apathetic yeah. is oftentimes for me, like if I tell someone else and then I'll, I'll be like, I need to do something, but I need you to decide what we're going to do yeah. and then I'll do it with you. Yeah. And, and then telling the person, like, I'll tell Olivia this a lot. I'll be like, I need to do something, but I don't know what I need to do. Yeah. So I need you to help me do something right now and I need you to be excited about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. And, and it helps sometimes. It I does. mean, obviously if she's willing, I'm not saying you yeah. need to do this. Yeah. But I was like, that's a tall ask. Yeah. But yeah, no, I know what you mean. Definitely having other people around that can kind of motivate you to want to actually do something can help with not being perpetually stuck in a state of apathy. Mm -hmm. Though sometimes it unfortunately also doesn't work meaning it is still a problem that like an individual you have to work on it yourself like, yeah but people can certainly help i agree with that like sometimes you guys will be like oh well, let's go get ice cream or something and like so we have to actually like leave the house and like go and do something and generally like i don't want to because i'm feeling apathetic mm. towards my existence at that moment so it's like oh shoot that's going to take a lot of effort and whatever. But then I'm like, no, like, let's let's go do that. That sounds great. And then I'll be, it'll make my mind get out of this this state that it's in. And so then it's an enjoyable experience. Mm -hmm. So this feeling of apathy, I think, is different from the concept of laziness. Yeah. Laziness, I feel like now would be when your mind is focused, but you choose not to do anything. That's one version of laziness, I think. It's like you are able to, but you don't. Or I think laziness is is this apathetic state, but you're judging it, right? Like you're assigning negative judgment to this apathetic state that you're in, which happens to me sometimes. And mm. I'll feel bad that I'm apathetic. And, I, and then that will always only worsen the, the, the state that I'm in. Because I'll feel like I'm this way and I shouldn't be this way. Like, this is a problem, and I'm, like, never going to succeed in life because I feel this way. So I might as well never try. Mm. Like, it can go a layer worse if it sticks around long enough. And to me, that's the laziness. 
if I if I'm like, well, now I think, oh, I guess I'm just being lazy. Oof, this is bad, mm-hmm. right? And then I think there is another type where it's like you do, like you said, you do have focus, but you're just like choosing not to because, eh, why bother? I feel like what you said though is kind of like the same thing. If you're feeling apathetic and you're prescribing this negative laziness feeling to it, you're basically telling yourself that you should be able to do something right now. Yeah. But you're choosing not to. Mm, Yeah, maybe it is. And I feel like, I mean, either way, I think you still get to the the rut of laziness is like knowing you should do something but not doing it. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty solid. And I think that like this is, this is, I think this is negative because you can get stuck there and it's like you're telling yourself something that will likely cause you to stop. Yeah. And like, like likely cause you to not achieve what you're trying to achieve. Um, so like, that's why I'm, I'm, I try not to get into that state of mind and try to avoid using words like laziness or describe myself in that way ever, because if I do, what benefit does it have? Right. I, I should just, I acknowledge where I am and then begin again. Yeah. Let's just begin again. At the beginning of the podcast though, I thought you said you say you're sometimes lazy. Yeah. And it's not, I, I don't, you don't like, you're saying you don't like no, it. I don't like this. Okay. Yeah. I don't like, I, I don't say that about myself often. Like, I have to be in a bad mental state for me to describe myself as that way. Because I know what it can do if I do say that. Okay. So, I, I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of weeks back when there was, like, three weeks of back-to-back travel and crazy things going on in life. Yep. And then, like, the moment I was done traveling, I was like, this weekend, I'm going to not do much. Yeah. And I think the words I used was, like, I'm going to be really fucking lazy or something. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. right? But with this conversation now... I don't really like, I wouldn't really want to say like, I'm going to intentionally be lazy. Yeah. Because it literally means that I know I should be doing something else, but I'm choosing yeah. not to. Whereas I had already made the choice to try and have a relaxing weekend. Yeah. So that's not laziness. No, no, no. hundred percent. No. Yeah. I think you could say, I'm going to be bored and relaxed this weekend. Yeah. That's how I would put it. I'm going to be really bored this weekend and relaxing. And relaxing, sometimes when I'm relaxed, I'm bored. But sometimes when I'm relaxed, I'm not bored. It just depends. These two, because boredom, I think, is not a negative state of mind. It can be relaxing or I could be relaxing and also not bored. It can go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but lazy, being lazy all weekend. I mean, maybe this is like being pedantic on, on, on the meaning of words. But I think that words do have meaning. So, like, if I say that about myself, I don't feel as good. It's like I'm absolving responsibility for my actions mm-hmm. by by stating that. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm, be, I'm like intentionally choosing to relinquish agency of my life. What? Why would I do that? Yeah, exactly. Right? That's why I've, I've always felt weird saying that's that. That's self-sabotage. I feel yeah. Like. It's less intentional of a life. It's less examined, <laughs> if, <laughs> if I may. So then I've been thinking like, okay, what even is laziness then? And it's like not really actually an emotion it's a it's like a couple emotions it's like a couple things which is not a problem with it because if you say you're lazy you can't really necessarily define exactly what it is because it isn't a single emotion so i think that i've been trying to define it more so and i think it's more like this feeling of immobility right it's like i'm i'm immobilized right now Mm. so this apathetic state that i can get in leads me to feeling immobilized which often, from in my case, comes from feeling overwhelmed. Mm. That's the most for me. The whether it whether I was bored before the apathetic state hit, or I was doing something else and then the apathetic state hit, it's almost always 
in my opinion, for me right now, triggered by feeling overwhelmed. And then overwhelm leads to immobilization. And that is when I would maybe describe the word laziness. But if I say laziness, I can't do anything about it. But if I say I'm immobilized because I'm overwhelmed, now I can do something about it. I can go and what is overwhelming me? And then I can break down the thing that is overwhelming me into less overwhelming pieces. Yeah. So now I have, I have an action plan that, or some way to get myself out of this state rather than just relinquishing agency, which yeah. is like saying words like laziness. Mm-hmm. But that's where I'm at right now and trying to get through that. I like it. So because then it's like I'm choosing to not do as much as I could on purpose rather than feeling like life's happening to me and it oh i guess i'm just lazy whatever and then i don't have agency so i'm just like i'm removing responsibility which if i do that i'm not going to get where i want in life mm-hmm. right i have to be conscious that no i'm choosing to not do as much as i could this is my choice so do i want to keep doing this or do i want to change it and sometimes the answer is okay i will because of my life circumstance i need to continue to do this for a given period of time mm-hmm. and then after that period of time then we're going to work on changing and, and rebuilding back to the state that I want to be in. Yeah. The overwhelming aspect of, of life. I, I could definitely see how that could, you know, trigger this type of yeah, behavior. Apathetic state. Yeah. Like for me, I would, I would agree that that does it, but it's oftentimes coupled with anxiety. Typically because like whatever is overwhelming me at the time is also something I'm worried about. Yeah. Which can be makes sense. debilitating when you're both apathetic and anxious at the same time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Which is what's been happening to me these last couple of weeks with okay. everything going on in life with like the house. And, yeah. and it's just like, I, I literally can't move. I feel like I can't move. Sure. So, okay. Interesting you put it like that because do the overwhelming and anxiety, are they separate? Because for me, I think that being overwhelmed is also what causes the anxiety. And I they, feel like they're separate. So you think that you're interesting. How, do, how is it that you feel? So what does overwhelming feel like if you're also anxious? What are you anxious about? Where does anxiety come from then? So where does the, you said you worry? The anxiety comes from the worry. And what does the worry come from, if not the overwhelm? The worry comes from things not working out the way I plan them or not wanting them to do. Oh, okay. Overwhelmed gives me a, a sense of loss of time because sure. there's so much stuff I have to do. And I mean, this is like being overwhelmed for me can be both good and bad. Yeah. And usually when it's the bad overwhelmed, like there's so much and I'm choosing to think about all the stuff I have to do as like, I don't have enough time to do it or I don't know how to do that or like, what the heck am I doing? Sure. I'm not getting any help. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know, that that is what leads to the apathy for me. Yeah. Okay. I see. So it's all they're all kind of like loosely. They're related. Loosely related, yeah. Sure. Yeah, but they manifest at different times. Yeah. In different ways. Interesting. Yeah, I think for me it is really similar to that actually. Um, but like I feel overwhelmed, so I feel like I don't know how to break I don't know what to do with what's in front of me. It feels like it's impossible to do, and then it feels like it will never be any different. I feel like in the heat of the moment, yeah. Everything because of what you're experiencing, everything is so jumbled together. Yep. That it's like I'm only able to like break that down because I've gone through the process and then I'm looking at it afterwards. 100%. But if you were asking me like in the middle of what was going on, <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. Yes. I think that's pretty accurate. But I also think that as time has gone on and then I've had conversations like this, either whether with you or with myself or whatever, even in the moment, it starts to become easier. And I think that's more of a recent development, especially as I've started like meditating again. It, it does. It is changing, I think. 
the in the moment experience. And I don't know where that's going to go because it's such a new development. So I don't know where that where that will lead. But at the moment, it seems like there are certain moments where whilst something is happening, I am actually having a better handle of no, this is happening because of this and because of that. So it's it is becoming less of a I don't know. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. It's very new though, so that's as much as I can say at the moment. Mm-hmm. But like I feel overwhelmed right now because I look at my work and there's only like six of us in the company and I have so many responsibilities and there's only so much we can do at one time. And it's like, are we going to be able to do enough? To me, it always feels like we're going to run out of time, mm. right? Because we've almost run out of time so many times in the past um, that I'm like acutely aware of that, like action has to be made far enough in advance so that you don't run out of time. Run out of time is essentially proxy for run out of money mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're a business, right? So I'm like, am I doing the things that I need to be doing so that we don't run out of money in the future again? And a lot of times the answer is like, I don't know, maybe. Mm. Like it's hard to know exactly if I am or not because there are so many things that need to be done and there's not enough of us to do it. So then I'm like, okay, do I try to hire someone to help make this go faster? If I do that, then the time frame on which we have the likelihood of running out of money is now shorter. So then do you feel more overwhelmed? So then do we feel more overwhelmed by doing that? Okay, my current response to that is yes. So that's why I'm not hiring anyone else. I'm trying to, can we get to closer? Like, can we get to a break even point? I don't care if we're making money, but can we break even soon enough? So then if we're breaking even, then I can hire one person and then we're down a little bit, but at least it won't be as much as if I were to do that now, Mm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. But then it's like getting there, it's like, you know, okay, the churn rate is this, the acquisition rate is this, the conversion rate is this, and it's all like not good enough to me. It's never good enough. So what am I going to do to increase the conversion rate? Okay, I could do these things that can, you know, increase the conversion rate. That's a lot of work. Oh my God, that's too much work. I can't do all that work. Yeah. And then like, I can't pull someone else to kind of work on that because they're doing something else that's equally overwhelming. Yeah. So then I've like put in a certain amount of, of effort towards it, but it just feels like it's all, like, the, like the bar of what I need to do is always being pushed forward no matter how much I do, Yeah. which after enough time gets rather debilitating. And I'm still trying to figure out how to get through that. Like that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, that like, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I do stuff on a daily basis, but it never feels like I always feel like I'm like barely at the surface of the water. And I'm just like, every second, I'm like trying to like get air, but I'm not like floating. I don't have a life jacket on. I'm not floating above the water. I'm like, just like sinking beneath and then like getting, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. So then it's like, what do I do? I don't know. And I hope that I'll be able to figure it out. But that is the thing that makes me feel overwhelmed hmm. right now, which then leads to all the things that we Yeah, you've never put it like about. that, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So then like when you guys ask, like, are you done? for the day i'm like i don't know <laughs> sure <laughs> like when did it start when did it end right? yeah and i don't like i need to find a solution for this is this the, the state that i'm in is not sustainable or it's not what i want to be in yeah for, like so i don't know how to get out of this right now i will need to find a way out mm-hmm. which is what i'm working on doing because it needs to be different like, yeah this is an ideal that is kind of a weird question to be asked i guess well, I mean, it makes sense. Like, it, but like, uh, yeah, like I hope you know, like when when we ask that, it's like I, I obviously there's oh, always yeah. more to no, do. No, no, no there's always more to do. No, no, no. It's, it's a completely fine question. After, okay. I'm not upset about it at all. You can ask that question as much as you want. It's just like in my brain, I'll say yes, but like I'm like, well, no. <laughs> technically not. Technically no. Like technically, yeah. did I do anything today? Yes, but also it feels like no yeah. at all times. 
So it's not, no, it's a completely fine question. But I just think it's a thing, it's an existential thing that goes through my mind when yeah. I ask this question. <laughs> because like a lot of people will say like, oh, there's always more to do. Or, or they'll say, no, I got everything done. And when people are like, oh, there's always more to do. A lot of times people who are telling me that are people who have jobs. Like they're hired by somebody. And, in my, and like, I can't help but think, no, actually there isn't. Like you're, you have a job. You could technically just stop. You actually can. Yeah, like I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, I just stop. But, but a lot of people who have jobs don't, like, that's good that you do that. Because a lot of people who have jobs don't feel like that for whatever reason. That's so but, weird. like, me as an employer, like, I know that all my employees can just stop. And I tell them to do that. I'm like, yeah, you just chill. It's fine. Like, it's not, like, your life that's depending on this, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, but for me, it's like, what my life and my employee's life is depending on this. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, so the, when other people say like, oh, there's always more to do, I always feel like they can't relate to me unless it's someone that I'm talking to who has also runs a business. So mm-hmm. my, my couple of friends that do run businesses like mine, when they, they, I feel like I can relate to them when they say like, oh, there's always too much to do. And I'm like, yeah, there is. And then they're like, yeah, there really is. Just a side note about when people say that there's always more to do and they have an actual job. Like, it's not fair for me to think that, but that's what I think. Yeah. I'm like, not really. Like, that's why I'm like, if you can find a way to just stop and be done, that's good. And you generally do that. So I think you do a good job of just being like, you know what? I'm done for the day. Yeah. Nice. That's good. I think it's because, uh, yeah. I mean, like certain jobs. I mean, like, I don't know. I have this perspective when I work a typical nine to five job. Yeah. But this new contractual work I'm doing, I don't, I won't view it like that. Yeah. Because of the environment that it's, that it's in. I, my argument to you is going to be that you sh- you should find a way to make it feel like that. Initially, it won't, but I think over time you'll want to try, or you should find a way. Because Jacob is in a similar situation yeah. where he, like, technically doesn't, like, ever have, he always has too much to do, and he is. But, like, me as his employer, I'm like, no, like, you literally can just chill. Like, you're going to get paid regardless at this point. Like, you've done enough for this, for today or for this week. Yeah. But then I know, like, he wants to see it succeed, which is what you're probably going to be feeling like. Yeah, exactly. So then he, like, he wants to put more time into it but sometimes like i don't know like it gets too much it can be too much Mm -hmm. and if you don't literally own it like it's not i don't know it's not healthy you know it's not healthy if you own it either but i'm just saying that like it's more understandable Mm. Uh, but it isn't healthy in either in either respect whether you own it or you don't own it like this has been a thing that i've been working on getting over for like the past year and a half yeah that makes sense like pushing away from it and it's taken a year and a half and i'm still not over it don't fall too far into that that mindset um because eventually it will eat you every time. I think all this as well, though, relates to this feeling that I have of like, this is like the whole, to like some of the whole conversation of like, what is boredom and then like, what is apathetic feeling and whatever. It's that this feeling that like, I'm intensely unsatisfied with life because I haven't done what I want to do and I'm not who I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I now at this point in my life understand that it's going to take me a long time to get there. So I have patience with it. In the past, I was like a lot more, that was a source of anxiety. Yeah. Right. This is not, being unsatisfied with life is not a source of, let's call it negative anxiety. It's a source of like positive anxiety, meaning anxiety that motivates me to do things, but negative anxiety is the debilitating anxiety. Mm -hmm. And that's, this is not a source of that. It's a source of just like, I need to do things, you know? So that's where I'm at. But being bored can often give me the moment of mental space to realize all of that, which is why, again, I'll come back and yeah. full circle it and say that I don't think boredom is a bad thing. Hearing you talk about this, it's like, yeah, this is this is like my kind of like me summarizing our conversation. Sure. It's like 
talking about being overwhelmed in life mm-hmm. and oftentimes like you'll hit a peak overwhelmed state i feel like yeah and you'll be like oh, i gotta back off sure then you start feeling so then you'll, you'll get to a point where you're like so overwhelmed then you start feeling apathetic and then you're like okay something's wrong yeah. so then you back off but then when you're not so overwhelmed you start feeling bored yeah and so then you push yourself even further and you get to this new state of being overwhelmed like there's more going on than there was previously and like how you're describing it, it's like it's it's a journey yeah and like i wish our brains could just realize that we're trying to get to this place but it takes time to get there sure and along the way it's okay to feel bored mm-hmm. because your brain should realize that you can't get in the place right now that's causing your boredom yeah right it's 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 okay to feel bored because it's just going to take some time mm-hmm. and trying to wrap your brain around that and then move forward is a challenging process and i think every time you 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 hit a new limit of how much of life you can actually handle at a time yeah you're going to get a greater grasp on it mm-hmm. yeah i think so i think that's kind of like where i'm at at this age of life at 25 right now is I'm learning that shit's going to take time and all of these things that we've just talked about, like you said, are a process. And I think my brain is getting more used to that. But this conversation and all that is the exploration of that. It's that happening. Yeah. You know, like I'm not there yet, but that's what I'm working on is understanding. And so that like these peaks of like being overwhelmed and then not and then backing off, they're so high and low at the moment. Like they're going to, I think they're going to happen for a long time, but how can I make the troughs not be so deep Yeah. over time? Right. That's kind of what I'm looking for. That makes a lot of sense. I love that analogy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going for, but it's a process and that's what I'm beginning to understand. Got to just like, yeah, live the process, live, <laughs> yeah. live the journey Yep. such that along the way, I'm not so, you know, ping pongy or whatever Yeah. or affected. You're still enjoying life along the way. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, all in all, though, I think it's really good to notice these kind of these kinds of things, and I think it's okay to feel these ways, and it's good to feel like unsatisfied or whatever, because it causes you to have action and move forward, mm-hmm. and causes you to want to achieve. And maybe someone could argue that achievement doesn't matter, but I feel like it does. So therefore, that's the that's my set of principles that I'm going to follow. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, on that note. Thanks for listening. This has been fun. I enjoyed this conversation and I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, let's chat next time. Till next time. Bye.